Ramblers is your one-stop destination for everything CSU sports related. I'm Caleb Allen. And I'm Austin Martin. We're going to bring you the latest updates, insightful commentary, and behind-the-scenes stories that keep you connected to the Rams' athletic endeavors. To listen to other episodes, you can go to kcsufm.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Ramblers airs live every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. This is a pre-recorded episode. KCSU Fort Collins, Caleb Allen, Austin Martin back in the studio, taking over for our boy Brandon Lance and the, I guess, uh, DJ Alchemy in the Witching Hour, one of the better shows here at KCSU for a long time. Austin, how we doing? I know we just got done talking to each other for a little bit, but we're going to talk some more. How you doing, dude? Dude, it is great to be back in the on-air studio. Yeah. We, we haven't been here in a while. We've got some volleyball going on, taking up our, our Ramblers time, Yeah, which, you know, not complaining, but no, not I, I enjoy coming on Ramblers and letting everybody know what's going on. Yeah, I, As you said that, I just realized I've not been in the studio in a couple of weeks. Normally, my show on Tuesdays kind of, sorry, shameless plug, typically gives me that, you know, that buffer because Thursdays I would be in here, but sometimes I'm not for volleyball, but Tuesdays I'm always in here. Except this Tuesday we had volleyball. Last week I got caught up at the golf tournament. So, um, but we're back, baby. We're we're so back. We are back, and you know, hopefully, hopefully a lot of these Rams athletics can either get back or or stay back. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask how we're feeling this week before we do our Rambler rundown. On, on, I mean, some things are positive, but I feel like there's a lot more down stuff this week in our Rambler review than there has been in weeks past. How are, you, how are you feeling about CSU athletics in terms of the, the results of these matchups and stuff over the last week or two? I'm feeling I'm, – I'm still feeling good, and I'm going to tell you why. Because there's still a lot of potential out there. Oh. And, and, there, yes, there's reasons to be upset, but there's also reasons to still have hope. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's hope as a Rams fan – should be diminished by any means. I think that's way too early for all the sports going on right now. So I, I think there is some hope. And also, I mean, there's some excitement in the air too. We got basketball starting their training, yeah. their training camps yep. and everything. Um, so I, I'm excited for that. They just got done with like some media day stuff yeah. and all that. So exciting times this season. Well, and do we want to start with up. the good or start with the bad and finish up with some dessert, some good stuff? Let's start with the bad. Let's start with the bad. Um, let's start. Let's not go to the extremely bad because I think we're gonna have a lot to say on those. Um, nope, we'll do it. CSU volleyball. What was that on Tuesday? I've not. I don't know if I've left an arena uh, other than the time that I thought I called my last volleyball game prior to, you know, choosing the the grad route, and they got knocked out by UNLV. The Rams did in the Vegas tournament. I've not left an arena. as deflated as I did on Tuesday since that moment when I thought I'd called my last game it just that Tuesday matchup just absolutely bummed me out yeah and I I think you have every right to be bummed out but also I think what bummed us out the most was they play they played well they, they played a good game it wasn't like it was you know 
three sets, four sets, whatever you want to call it, uh, of just like just Wyoming being the better team. Right. Because CSU, they played like the better team in every single set. It just wasn't their night. Yeah. That's I think that's just what hurt the most is because you 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 were left out there, you, you felt like your heart was being played with a little bit because yeah. we did see we did one hundred percent I think we saw the best moments with our defense. Absolutely. Like the the beginning of that first set, that was the best defense this Rams team has played. Three blocks in the first like ten points. <laughs> yeah. And then all those other those other they weren't blocks on the score sheet. But they were also shutting down the net. They were shutting down the net, yeah. and it was leading our offense to some good things too. So yeah. it was it it was awesome to watch. There was some it, it was great volleyball, which we we usually get a lot of great volleyball from. There's just moments that really hurt, and then the games really sting that they they don't end up winning where they, we feel like they should have won. But yeah, it, it, this this volleyball team it's just it's been a roller coaster. I feel. CSU is better in all four sets. They only won one of the four sets on Tuesday, but they were the better team in all four sets when it came to between them and Wyoming. Um, Wyoming obviously had their moments. They have great players. We, allow, did, we yeah. outlined that prior to the matchup, but I just, how many times have we seen CSU this season be the better team in a set and still drop it and put themselves in a position to either lose or make things harder on themselves or longer, you know, add, add long or long, add time to their night. Yeah, that that's been that's been this team sort of mo moving forward. Yeah, I mean it, we saw a dose of it against UNC when we went to Greeley, mm -hmm. and then we definitely saw it in that Boise State matchup when they went to Boise. That one, that's when it really set the tone for this team is that they struggle to cap out sets. That's yep. that's that I think that's the biggest issue that this team has right now. Um, because we, we have moments where our hitting's great. There are moments where, you know, the touch kills and everything, are we, we it end, ends up being a low hitting percentage. Yeah. We get some errors. I think the errors kind of – they definitely costed us in that first set against Wyoming. Um, and, and it was more the service – there was more service errors than we've seen in a minute yeah. against Wyoming. And we saw a lot of that in the first and I think the, I think the fourth set too. Yeah. I, and yeah. I felt the passing – was so bad all night and I don't want to go too crazy and I don't want to point out individuals but there's a few people that you know we said on the broadcast so if you um if you want some sort of I guess answer to who we're talking about or the players that we're talking about they had some of their worst games on Tuesday and that was a bit of a problem um because they're some of your better players yeah, and you can't you can't just say the passing because there's more that leads up to that passing because the plays start with digs and we did see some of those digs that you know we, the digs would be a little off and it would cause Emery to run off and she wasn't in a normal spot to get a yeah. pass over so it there's just a lot of uh, a lot of moments in that game where you felt like you were the better team they were playing like they were the better team and it just it didn't end out like that, and it was and tough. And the thing is, since the last time we were in here doing Ramblers, they've won two games. And I don't even care to talk about those. And one of those was a sweep against the preseason favorite, you know? It's just like because of 
how deflating that loss was on Tuesday because, once again, you were the better team. But there's also some positives. Let's spin it forward. Positives, you were the better team in four sets, and maybe it's time to learn how to close out those sets. And, you know, there's no better time than now to do so because, you know, before you know it, November's going to be here, and you're going to be on the outside looking in when it comes to those top six teams that get to travel to Vegas. Yeah, we were just looking at the standings. They're at, like, ninth, but there's a lot of – uh, teams yeah. that are tied and everything, which I mean, it is early in the conference play. I guess you can say that, but it it, it will be moving fast because before you know it, it like you're saying, it's going to be November and you're going to be really seeing where you can end up with that potential. Yeah. But I, I you got to look at the positives though as well because I mean they they played great volleyball against the best team in the conference yep. on on, on paper. On yeah, on believe. paper. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and UNLV they haven't given any reason for anybody to say they aren't the best team right um but yeah i I don't know man it i i just think they if they're able to close out some sets i don't see a lot of teams beating them and but that's a big if though because we haven't seen a a fix to that problem so that that's going to be something going forward that coach cohen has to look at and and kind of figure out what what she needs to get out of these players to you know close out these sets because I, I mean, I don't know what to do. It's no. just that that's just what I see. And mm-hmm. it's cause, because they're up in these sets and then they allow these teams to just go on these runs, the big runs too, six, one, eight, two, whatever, whatever the runs are. And that, that, that's a problem. You, you can't, because to get into this conference tournament, you got to win games. And yep. if you're not winning games because these teams are going on runs, that's, that's an issue. Yeah. And they have a chance to spin it forward on Saturday. And one of the I wouldn't I don't want to be too harsh, but they're not one of the better teams in the conference in San Jose State. But you can't take them lightly because we've seen numerous times this Rams volleyball team has played down to their opponent's level and has also played up. So it's time to play Ram volleyball and to be the best team you can be. Um, and I think Saturday's a, 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 a get-right matchup. We talked about football on Saturday being a get-right matchup for them. This is going to be this Saturday's get right matchup for volleyball. And yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. It yeah. was, it's a get right. It's a get right game Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. Well, getting right is uh, hopefully CSU soccer tonight. They play here. Uh, they kick off about 40 minutes from now in Fresno. They are coming off a week, a really rough week. Gave up a goal with 28 seconds remaining on Thursday against Utah State. Had a point right there in their grasps. Um, played, you know, uh, if we just talked about it. If, if you had – said that they were going to have a point at the end of the game where they played with 10 players due to a red card ejection. I think a lot of people would take that one point, but they lose that point with 28 seconds left in the game. I mean, that was deflating. And then you play Boise State and you get just absolutely dismantled on Sunday. Yeah, that that's a tough week because then you're, you're looking you're looking back and you're kind of reminiscing, hey, if we had 11 players, we're, we'd probably win that game. Uh, we, we took it down to the last 30 seconds and we were unable to hold them, and they get a point, or they they score a goal, and now we don't get a point. That that team gets three points. That definitely hurts. And then, yeah, we we've struggled in Boise too. Yeah. This, this Rams team, um, but yeah, definitely, they they've been playing pretty well. This is probably the the worst time, or this is probably like the worst timing that we've seen this this Rams team go on a bad run. Um, they they did have a couple losses against some Utah teams, but it was non-conference. I think 0-3 against Utah teams. Yeah, yeah, something about Utah. I don't know. 
Yeah, brutal. But they have a chance. San Jose, or they have Fresno, and then they also have San Jose this weekend. They'll play that on Sunday. So a, a good chance here. Fresno's only got one win on the year. Once again, don't want to look at the record and think that that's how the game's going to go. You still have to go out there and get the job done. But um, maybe Olivia Fout can jump on that score box in the, in the box score again. Um, yeah, she can score some goals. Yeah, she's, she's pretty good. Decent. She's all right. Not too bad, right? <laughs> Eight goals in seven games, right? Insane. Well, women's golf. Uh, not much going on in action terms, but Kara Kinoshiro was recognized as Mountain West Freshman of the Month. So congratulations to her. You know, it's not easy to crack a lineup in college, you know, as a freshman. But here she is, and she helped lead the Rams to their Tomigan Classic win last week. Men's golf, on the other hand, played average this week. Um, nothing too crazy out there in Erie in the CU tournament. Um, but let's turn our attention without further ado to football. Last time we talked about this team prior to the game, was we had a lot of expectations going to the game and you maybe higher than anyone else yeah i i was looking at that game as their get right game i mean they did cut they're coming they were coming off of a win against middle tennessee kind of had a feeling that that middle tennessee game was going to be a tough matchup just given how middle tennessee came into fort collins and got the win they are they are a well-coached program um so I i don't have any knock on them but definitely i was looking at utah tech it's an fcs team and I mean, yes, an FCS team. We did lose to an FCS team last year, which is you know the lower conference than ours. But it was one of the better teams. This Utah Tech, they just were not impressive on paper at all, and it was hard to really prep for that because it, like you can't really make a narrative out yeah. of you know you can't just make something up, make a narrative up right. you know of like why this is going to be a close game and everything I looked at was going to be a big game. And if you look at this game. And just the box score, you just you just go on you know your phone and look up the final score for this game. You would, you would think like, oh yeah, CSU they handled them. Right. It was you know twenty plus points, but that was not the case because whatever what, the first or second lightning delay and then halftime. I mean, it's a close game yeah. and it's looking like you know hey the Rams are in trouble right now. This could be an upset alert yeah. right here. So yeah, it, it was. But it, it ended up being a good game, and we had a lot of play, guys making some plays. I think what set the tone was Dallin Holker making some plays in the second half. That's what really separated us from uh, Utah Tech because he, I think he only had one reception for 18 yards in the first half, Yeah, um, which is very unlikely of him. He's been getting over 100 yards, 10-plus uh, catches in, in most of the game. So um, he was able to get back on – himself in that second half and he had a crazy game Tory Horton w- what a performance dude that yeah. was insane the him running that back 75 yards that play was just so sick dude yeah and he's uh, the third receiver in program history I think to record multiple three touchdown games behind Rashard Higgins NFL talent and behind Michael Gallup NFL talent so I think we can all guess where Tory Horton is heading next well I want to talk about this conference schedule for fall. We'll do a quick break here, but we can't send it to a break without shouting out CSU Tennis, who got a doubles win in their tournament championship this weekend. Shout out to Zara Lennon and Sarah Weekly. Um, get it done. I, I love the tennis team. Just Tennis in general is a fun sport. All the girls on that team are very nice, very sweet, cool people to talk to. Um, we'll definitely try to get some of them in the studio or um, get some interviews with them and bring some of their personality to these airwaves. But yeah, when we come back, man, I want to talk about this conference schedule in Utah State coming up this weekend. But first, North Twin Waltz by Blue Lane Frontier, a local band here on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.
And welcome back. You're Whoa. listening to KCSU 90.5 for Collins. And before the break, we were talking about the the CSU football team. Caleb, we yeah. got conference play coming up, dude. Yes, we do, dude. This is big. This is a big moment for this program. I mean, you're sitting at two and two. Yeah, massive. Um, what what do you what do you like against this matchup against Utah State? So I'm gonna be honest. I've not watched a game of Utah State, but I've looked at the matchup and looked at the team. From what I understand, this is a team that is pretty much a carbon copy of what we are. The only difference is they actually can run the football efficiently, which makes their offense, I think, a little bit more dangerous because you don't know what can come at any moment. Um, and this defense has been absolutely suspect. However, this defense in the second half of the last two games for the Rams has really been what's changed the game. You look back at the Middle Tennessee game, it was a Mo Camaro fumble, scoop, and score. In this game, you know, Jack Howell made a big play in the first half. They got the big stop late in the second half this past week. So I'm hoping these are signs that the defense is starting to trend in the right direction because at times in games, I question whether or not we have the right guys calling plays and on the field for the defense for the Rams. No, absolutely. And, I mean, you're looking when you're looking at these two teams squaring off, offensively, they're, they're both a couple of teams that can put up 30-plus points on you who have been as well. Utah State's last game against UConn was that that game was actually a thriller. Um, UConn had to march down, I think it was like 99 yards, and they got the potential game tying touchdown. And all they had to do was kick a PAT. And Utah State they ended up blocking that PAT to win it. Yeah. So that that was crazy. But th this Utah State team they they are very successful on the offensive end. And I mean the Rams have been the last you know few games so it, I, I think it's definitely gonna like, like what you're saying what what defense is gonna make some plays we definitely have some playmakers on the Rams defensive mm -hmm. side Kamara who's just been he's just been playing out of his mind dude I think he leads the entire college football for sacks per game still yeah he because he got one and a half against Utah Tech yeah so I don't know where that puts him but I mean, he's just been having an absolute, uh, absolute great season. Yeah. Um, I, I, we say it every week, but just I think you have to, especially in the college, the college world. What secondary is going to show up for this Rams team? Right. Um, I mean, we do have some great players out there: Chiggy and Nusium, uh, Henry Blackburn, Jack Howell, Ron Harge. We we got some good players out there. So I definitely think moving forward, I think this Rams team, they got to get some stops if they want to come out victorious in Logan, Utah. 100%. I mean, on the road, too, you got a question. I mean, Utah State's not a fun place to play at. If you remember two years ago, the last time the Rams were there, that was the Steve Adazio blunder where they tried to rush the field goal team out on the field when they had a timeout for whatever reason. They tried to say, quote-unquote, they tried to catch Utah State off guard. The dumbest reasoning I've ever heard. Steve Adazio might be the j biggest joke of a coach right up there next to Vance Joseph for the Broncos. Um, so, you know, I feel like this might be a bit of a, a, a get-right game, or a get-back game, rather. Not a get-right game, but a get-back game for a couple of the players that were on that roster two years ago. Uh, but this is not an easy place to win, not an easy, easy place to play, and the Rams are going to find that out on Saturday, so they're going to have to bring their A game. Yeah, maybe, you know, Dallin Holker, he's he's a, a, a BYU guy. I know it's not Utah State, but, you know, maybe there's some, you know, just some animosity against the state of Utah. I don't know. 
maybe just didn't I don't know why you know he transferred but maybe you just really didn't like the state who knows? I mean, who would, right? I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm more <laughs> just thinking Wyoming. That, that drive to Wyoming, it just made me realize on Tuesday how much I hate Wyoming. Um, Dude. And, and Utah is actually a very beautiful state. It is. But I don't think I could ever live there. I just, like, and I've heard the argument from people about Oh, dude, Laramie, it's not that bad, man. It's, it's really pretty bad. cool. It's dude. extremely bad, dude. It's not I even don't close. understand. What are you talking? I don't understand that argument, dude, because every time I'm there, I mean, granted, I'm just going there for sports or whatever, but I mean, I, I'm not there the entire time going for sports and I'm driving around the town and it's just, I mean, it, nothing there. I'm like, wow, I want to go check this out. Yeah. No, dude, I mean, we try to get a bite to eat after the game. <laughs> what, we finish at nine o'clock. We had, like, just the basics, you know, the McDonald's, the Wendy's. I mean, I would have been down to sit down for a decent meal, right? But you had to sit down and, you know, have McDonald's, which I will say was pretty good. I will say I did enjoy that meal the other night. Um, you must have really enjoyed it because the way you downed that Big Mac was <laughs> – I've never seen something like that in my life, man. Yeah, I, I I gained a habit of just eating way too fast. You're um, like a dog that, like, has to fight for food, man. Yeah, it's it stems from um, – just my time in boot camp. I'm going to say, here comes some sob story to make me look no, horrible. No, that, that's just, that's what it stems from. Like, cause you only have like whatever the allotted time to eat like 20, 30 minutes. I don't know. I don't know. That's and, not healthy. Yeah. And I, you just got to get down as much as possible. And that, that's kind of just what happened. Um, but if you like, I'm going to, I'm going to send this out to our listeners. If you can think of somewhere nice to eat, because I, we're, we were talking about it. We're going to go to that Wyoming Oh, we'll be game. up there again, yeah, unfortunately. We're going to go to Laramie for the boot, the Battle of the Boot, um, whatever day that is. We can, it's we'll a Friday that. night yeah, somewhere yeah, so, that's a weird. That's a weird night, too. Yeah. So I was reading an article, like, what, what are they going to do for the, you know, running around the boot and everything? Yeah, and, I saw that. Um, but... Yeah, we're we're gonna be in Laramie, and if you know of any good food spots, we I, I'm down to give them a chance because maybe I just didn't give them a good chance. It was late, like Caleb was saying, and we were grumpy. They just lost, right? Yeah, it was a bad loss. Um, so we were we were projecting. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be okay. The come on, uh, I'm gonna be the bigger man okay, here. Dude. I was projecting. No, you know, I was projecting. So See, I'm here gonna, we go. You set me up to look another... like the whiner and the bad guy. <laughs> who who? By the way, of the two of us sitting in this room right now, which one of us was complaining about wearing a yellow shirt tomorrow? Huh? Oh, that's dude, me. Oh, okay, okay. So let's not sit here. I, we were sitting in the same car ride, complaining about the same dude, stuff in I, Laramie, I could, Wyoming, on the same day. All right. I was complaining about a yellow shirt in in Laramie because yeah. they, they were tossing out shirts. They, you they were hate tossing yellow, out shirts, man. and they and, and you asked me like, what would I do if they gave me a shirt? And I said I would just leave it here. I wouldn't do anything with it. I'm not taking yeah. that with me. It's just yellow's not wipe my off your windshield, maybe. Yeah. Um. But if you know of any good food spots, any of our listeners out there, maybe you're from Laramie or something, or been there, been up there a few times, give us a give us a text here at nine seven zero five three eight five two seven eight. That's nine seven zero five three eight five two seven eight. Or if you're on the, uh, if you know how to text with uh, ABC format, I don't think a lot of people do, but if you do, awesome that's nine seven zero five three eight KCSU. Yeah. Solid. You still do. You still have the the flip phone with the uh, what's that kind of texting call where you have to press the button a couple times? Uh, T nine. Yeah, T nine. T nine was clean. Yeah. Like I, I I remember when I could do T nine for the first time and it was it was pretty saucy. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, you you got anything like more about about football? I mean, we were we we were kind of on the same page about the quarterback play. Yeah, just you know the growth, and I mean we, we that's been hit a lot. But uh, what what kind of game would 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 are would you like a zero turnover game from? Braden this uh this Saturday I feel like there's a lot to ask for and I don't want to say it's impossible but I do feel like it would definitely be difficult for that kid he's young he makes those just boneheaded decisions at times um so if we can keep it to one you know I think a big reason why Utah Tech was able to run with this team last week was because of those turnovers and where they were at as you mentioned earlier the fumble in the red zone what was it was fumble backed up gave a free red zone possession to the trailblazers um so I think limiting, at least just try to have one, right? And that one, don't let it be a pick six. Don't let it be, um, you know, a big turnover that changes the game. Let it be one that's, you know, a third and six, and you're trying to air it down the field to Tory, and just the DB comes up with it. One of those picks that really just don't matter that much, you know? Um, because at the end of the day, it's just a punt, and you gave yourself a shot to, to make a play. So I think one turnover, and the, the, the Rams have a really good shot at winning this game on Saturday. Yeah, and then, I mean, we didn't, we haven't really touched on this either, but they they haven't been able to get that run game going either at all. And at all, that's kind of scary because when you get a lead, like say say the Rams go up by you know a couple of possessions, you wanna you wanna keep that lead big with your run game because that that chews clock. Not only does it choose chew clock up, but it also it, it it beats up that defense. You get them a little tired because they're trying to get by the blockers, trying to make some plays, and they're they're trying to stop that run. And it can really wear and tear a defense, which can help down the road and open up some more plays right. later on in the game. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen anything if Avery Morrow is going to be back. I don't I know, think so. I know Kobe honest. Johnson. He was questionable uh, before Utah Tech. I think they just didn't play him because they wanted to give Van Shield some time, which I, I thought he looked good. It's hard to judge how well you play or run against a, a FCS team, um, but I, I definitely think this Rams team needs to have more of a balanced attack because at some point these these teams are going to figure out, hey, these guys are just looking to pass all day long, which it's hard to stop because we got some playmakers. But right. at the same point, you also want to keep the defense guessing. Well, that's the thing is they the Rams haven't run the ball well and they're throwing the ball very well. And typically that you don't see that, you know, that's not something that you would, I guess, assume would be the case with a team that's struggling to run the ball is that they can throw the ball well. Usually you kind of see it as a problem. I mean, look at the Broncos when they lost to Miami. That was a team that the defense knew they were going to pass the rest of the way. And it set the offense up for failure for the Broncos for the rest of the game um, and made things much more difficult. And that's why things got much, uh, you know, much uglier, much faster. Um so, yeah, I mean, got to get the running game going. Absolutely. Especially when you get, you know, face teams that are, you know, score at high clips or you need to keep off the field. Teams like Air Force who control the possession very well. You need to try to find some possession time of your own. You can't do that if you're getting 75, 70 yard bombs um, to Tory. And then it really just comes to how efficient you can be. Um, lucky for the Rams the last couple of weeks, they've been efficient in the second half and their defense has been able to get some stops. So that's why you've seen the wins pile up. So, yeah, I think the run game, big week to try to get it going here. Um, conference play is, is no joke now. It's, you know, these games are huge. Um, if you want to find yourself playing in, you know, a bowl game, you got to win four of the next eight. And if you want to find yourself competing for the Mountain West Championship, you got to win more than that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Mountain West Conference play is here for football. It's exciting times. Got some big games coming up. 
I think I think the Rams they're what they're ranked six right now. Six, yeah. and I see some in different people's like journalists power ranking. Some people have them at five, which I yeah. thought was pretty impressive. I think that's kind of a hangover from the CS or from the CU game, um, and then a couple of wins after that I think kind of helps you out too. Where where do you see this Rams team ending up in conference? Before, let's get let's get our predictions before conference play starts. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, man, Fresno and Air Force, I think, are kind of the blue blood blue bloods of this. Boise, I can't put the Rams ahead of them until the Rams beat them. The Rams have never beat them in football, so I can't put them there. I mean, who's for? If it's not CSU, who it is? Who is it? You know, like I don't know if you have a different idea, but I think this Rams team really can probably get to four reasonably. Um, but, I mean, they got a chance here. If you beat Utah Tech, I'm hearing things from the athletic department that Boise State's kind of trending in a direction of being a sellout. Um, and who knows what kind of juice you can get from that against a Boise State team. And maybe you can get that first win, and then you could be a top four team in the or a top three team in the conference. So I'd put them at four right now in terms of their, their ceiling where I, see, I can see them finishing up. Um, man, but I think they're pretty much right where they're, they're, they're supposed to be right now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you. I could definitely see an upset against Boise State. We're at home, but Boise State's a good team, so it's hard to really. But they're put they're, all they're my gettable. Basket, yeah, exactly. They're very gettable this year, and that's one thing that's kind of exciting, and I think something that will help this team sell out that game in a couple of weeks. It's also homecoming, right? Um, and you're playing a team you've not beat. It's always kind of a, a big crowd for the Boise game. Um, and they're beatable. You can get them this year, and it doesn't feel like there's a big gap between CSU and Boise. And maybe that's just because we're coming off of a three-week stretch here where we've won two games, um, and, and we should have won the third, but we're very competitive in one of the largest college ball games ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with you. Three or the third seed or whatever you want to call it, third ranking or whatever, is definitely up for grabs. Absolutely. I think that's. I think it's definitely possible. It should. It should be in their their view and in, in their uh, um, their destination of where they want to be at. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's definitely possible. And, and like you said, Air Force and Fresno State, they're looking pretty solid. I, I I'm I am excited to just watch that Air Air Force game because they're a, a very efficient team. They don't make a lot of mistakes and. It's just always nice when you see some good football in Colorado. Yeah. I, I think that's always fun, especially, I mean, like you were saying, it's been a tough year for the Broncos. Yeah. Um, Are you trying uh, to make a shot right now? Because it's no, not going to work, man. No, it's, it, I, it's not, not a shot. It. On, is it a shot? I mean, it's, it's just kind I, of I just can truth. tell if you're trying to take a whack at me for being a Broncos fan right there. I just want no, to make sure I don't no, I'm just saying, honor. you know, 70 to 20 is just Oh, come on. That's two weeks ago, tough, dude. Grow up. Dude. Grow up. Grow up. Hey, hey by the way, you better claim your team loud and proud this week, dude. You you claim the Jets preseason. They're in town. Are you gonna be there? Oh yeah. Honestly, that's I I like that game. Are you gonna like, be at the game though? <laughs> that's your team. I'll be there. They'll it'll uh it's it's great because now it's a little even because before Aaron Rodgers got hurt, like that game would have just been a blowout. But now it's a little even. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. In there. <laughs> but uh I don't know, like it the Jets team they have a pretty solid defense and I think that's going to give the Broncos some trouble because like you're talking about when they get down so much, yeah. trying to come back against a team that has a very good defense. I think that's going to be some trouble for the Broncos, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you got to be happy with what Zach Wilson was doing. He looked good, man. He, he looked good. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I think that's going to be a solid game and you got the, you know, the, 
the back and forth of Sean Payton and uh, it's a grudge match and Hackett there, former Bronco head coach. Yeah, sure. So you call him that. <laughs> but uh, I, th- I think that's going to send us to break here. How, how does that sound? Yeah, I'm good with that. Hey, yeah. we got some breaking news out of soccer. We'll do a little tease there. We'll come back. CSU football kicking off here shortly and some breaking news. Let's do that when we come back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're going to kick it to break here. And while you're on break, we got Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith coming at you. This is 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Welcome back. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Austin Martin, and I'm sitting here with my boy. Oh, with my boy, dude. dude you shouldn't. You shouldn't. No. Yeah, and we're we're uh right now we got we got some uh, Mountain West volleyball on right now. Got uh we're we're trying to we're scouting right now with this uh, San Jose State team. They're playing Wyoming. Yep. Um, we didn't we didn't get to see this student crowd there the other night. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't. I'm super <laughs> glad we didn't. I don't know if uh, we really want to air that out, but if you're interested, I mean, it's out the, there it for like you. They got the swim team out there. Yeah, in the stands. And it's the men's swim team, <laughs> and they're not wearing a lot of clothes, <laughs> and they just happen to be right behind where the camera two is, and uh, you get some close ups of some things that maybe shouldn't be shown, right? So. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why those guys were allowed in the building. We were lucky enough. We got the football team in when we were there. They were there watching. But it looks like the swim team's there today. And uh, I'm, I'm very glad that CSU played Tuesday because that's not a good sight, man. Not, not at all. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, let's see. Breaking where, where news. Yeah, breaking, yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. We got breaking news yeah. here coming from Caleb Allen. Look at this. Inside reporter. Hey, this we talked about this soccer team, and we talked about them being the most consistent Austin, maybe of all the teams, but they've not been great. Obviously, coming off a rough week where you, you know, defensively just seem to kind of be a little porous. So, what does a good coach do? They make changes. Those changes will be no Hale Auto in the starting lineup tonight of one of the Rams, who's actually was a defender playing midfield. So, she's kind of been the two way player. And for her, will be the um, Tate DeLang, another transfer for this team. And Sophia Cologne will check in as well. And Liv Stutzman will come back into the lineup. So Ali Yoshida will check out for Cologne. Um, Cologne is one of those other grinding type players, a great hustler. Um, one of my favorites to watch every time I get to you know sit down to watch her play. Um, and yeah, man, here we are. We got a new lineup. And that signals to me everything that we said, where it's time to kind of kick it into that next gear for this soccer team that um, head coach Keely Hagan thinks the same. Yeah, that's some that's some big news, man. And I mean, they got to make some decisions that that's best for the team. And I mean, they've been having a pretty decent season, so having a switch up like that, it's that's definitely something that we got to keep our eye on moving forward. Huh? Well, yeah, and Hale Otto is a staple of this team. She's been here through thick and through thin, and she hasn't had the greatest year by any means. She's been, you know, at times it looks like she might be limping a little bit, a little banged up. So maybe it's a break for her. But also, I mean. You gotta you gotta find answers when you give up four goals the way that they did. And when you, um, you know, things aren't going well, the best thing you can do is try to switch things up and try to find some sort of new magic. And we see that in every level in every sport. Um, and it's great to see that you know Keely Hagen's not just gonna sit here on her laurels and um, I think that's the word right laurels. 
um, sitting on her values and sit with her seniors. And it's, it's not always about that. It's about winning. And this team really has a chance this year to make some noise in this conference as they're literally seconds away from kicking off in Fresno. So big news from CSU soccer. Yeah, and uh, as we're wrapping that up, Wyoming, they just got it done against uh, San Jose State. Is that one? Sure. Set yeah. one or the, is that, that was match point, yeah. Was oh, a, really? Yeah. So how, how many sets? I thought that was set one. I'm I'm way behind. Yeah, I'm I'm looking here. They're they're showing up a lot of stats here. And this is wow. great radio. S- San Jose State hit point oh eight six. I told you, man, this is a this is a really yeah. good chance for this volleyball or for CSU volleyball to get back on track on Saturday. Um because I don't want to jinx it, and I know you don't believe in broadcast and jinx, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. But CSU could play the way they did on Tuesday, which lost them three sets because they weren't closing them out, and they could still close out those sets against San Jose because this team is not very impressive. Um, And, yeah, they got a real good chance to kind of get back in the thick of things with a win on Saturday. Yeah, I think this game definitely is going to be one of those confidence boosters for the Rams. I really hope so, man. And that that, uh, that it was a three-set sweep against San wow. Jose State in Wyoming. Good for Wyoming. Yeah. As much as we want to trash Laramie, um, Wyoming's been a, a very young program. You know, they have a new head coach, a rough start. They went 7 or 11-0, right, in their non-conference and then lost four straight to open it up, and then they're getting right this week. Um, yeah. So good for them, and that's not easy to do when they're led by a sophomore. Uh, Tierney Barlow is a sophomore playing the way she plays. Um, their setter's great. I mean, there's just there's so much um, – so much youth on this team and to see them try to you know bounce back after a rough couple of weeks to start off the conference play it's good for them to get back in the win column yeah and the way they grinded out that game against csu you got to tip your cat to them. exactly cat to them like uh coming yeah. back in in those sets like it, it's not just like oh csu gave them the game because i mean csu was out there competing and wyoming made some crazy plays there's some a couple sequences out there where they were flying into almost a student section getting some saves doing making some plays so you gotta you gotta give them some credit when credit's due Absolutely. i know i know we like to dog on uh the town of laramie or the city and i'll never back off it. of that that's for but, sure uh, as a program with their athletics they did play a very a very fun match yeah. it was a fun match to watch just as a fan of volleyball if i'm being totally honest No, entirely yeah that's you're honest there and that's fine um and yeah, I, I feel like a lot of what we've talked about so far is CSU collapsing. And that's just because that's kind of been the theme in a lot of games this year. I mean, I, we should really go back and count how many sets they've kind of dropped that they should have won. I can think of, you know, two or three in the, um, I guess maybe two in the UNC matchup. They were outplayed in that first set, but, you know, they had a chance in set five and they had a chance to put it away in set four. Um, so, I mean, there's a two right there and that's the first week of the, of the season. So, yeah, well, now um, they're, the, the Rams are what now? Owen, Owen seven or Owen eight. Uh, in that first set on the oh road. and seven in the first set on the road yeah. and Wyoming is now eight and oh at home and that's not an easy court to play which once again then uh, goes to your point Austin where you talked about um how good UNLV is and UNLV lost that first set lost that second set and then had to win three in a row in Wyoming and we saw that was a very hostile environment it was a packed house when we were there on Tuesday um it was pretty packed to the, yeah. uh, on uh for unlv too it was, I, I was checking the, i thought you were gonna say it's pretty packed today <laughs> no, no. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But <laughs> no, right. I mean, well, we're going to let's see. Well, no, now we're, we got we got uh, some basketball to talk about. Yeah, dude, it is Fort Knox at Moby Arena right now. It <laughs> really is. I work over there for my other job and I can't get anywhere without being stopped almost. It's just <laughs> They do not let you near the gym doors, and I've been someone who's gone in there and shot some hoops when the when the hoops were up and teams were in there, and you know it's usually very easy to get around in there if uh, you know you're supposed to be in there, right? Uh, not the chance anymore with the 76ers coming in town. No, and what, what's cool about having the 76ers in town is like Joel Embiid just wants to be Jokic so bad. He's, he's like, I got to train out here in, in Denver or out, out, by, out in Colorado, get that elevation. Yeah. You know? But in all seriousness, I, I think it's so awesome. Cool. It, it was very random news when it first broke. Uh -huh. And then just seeing, you know, Embiid, Harden, Maxi, all, the, all these great players. Because the 76ers, they are one of the top teams in the East. Sure. Um, in the regular season, yeah, I know the in the in the regular season, and then uh, once the playoff comes, it's uh, all right. We're gonna head home. Or yeah, Cancun on three. Cancun um, on three. Uh, <laughs> we do not want to play into the Eastern Conference Finals. No, thank you. Yeah, my flights um, are already booked. But uh, it it is just cool just seeing th those caliber of players out there and seeing you know Moby Arena. It's just very random, but uh, it, it's also pretty cool. The the players today, I saw a post um Tyrese Maxey and one of the one of the 76ers coaches hung around for the Rams practice because their their training camp has just started too they had media day recently and they're getting out on the floor um so the our players had a chance to talk with uh an NBA player Tyrese Maxey who's one of the he's my favorite on that team too oh, yeah he, he's one of the best you know under 25 players in the league just the the things that he does i'm not saying he's the best he's just in that caliber of the that top tier yeah. player that's under 25 he he really gets it done for philly and he's he's a great player to watch so that, that's got to be a cool experience for the for our guys yeah it's it's really cool and i i know that they were trying i mean it's locked, like i said it's locked down so even for the teams trying to get in there and to get those opportunities it's kind of a, a hard thing to set up so for the 76ers to open the doors to those guys and i mean what a motivation that is right you get a go see someone who, you know, like it or not, and I don't like it, but is an MVP in the league. And you got to, you know, see how they kind of run things at NBA practice. And hopefully there's more talent from CSU that'll make it that far. Isaiah Stevens, obviously the the, the front runner, runner for this squad. Um, but then you're going to sit down and talk to him. What's it like to be a pro? How do I how do I get to where you're at? Um, because Tyrese Maxey doesn't have the straight line to the NBA that a lot of guys had, um, but he's now one of the most electric players in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, being a Ram, you're very familiar with our guy in the league right now, David Roddy, and I know a lot of he guys. He looks good too, man. He, oh yeah, he was at Ag Day. Yeah, I, I got to talk to him too. He, he should have. Like, dude, I know he played quarterback in high school, but like, I, I'd like to see him out there in that orange, uh, th those unis, dude. dude. So I saw, I saw him. I was on the sideline on Saturday for the football game, and I got to catch up with him a little bit. And, and then he was throwing a football with some people. <laughs> that guy's got an arm. Uh, the, the way that ball comes out of his hand, uh, yeah. I almost forgot for a second, despite all the broadcasters telling us that he was a you know quarterback that year. You know, I feel like there couldn't be a single broadcast of the CSU 2021-22 basketball team without saying that David Roddy was a high school quarterback, right? But I almost forgot, and then I saw it come out of his hand. I'm like, yo, yeah, this guy used to sling the rock, right? Absolutely. And, and yeah, it's just cool having – that player as an alumni coming back he, he still has a lot of relationships because he was teammates with a lot of our guys right now and and then getting just some more exposure 
from different perspectives from players around the league that's a that's a huge w for this rams team and i i feel like that's going to get them excited through training camp i bet medved is going to be seeing some extra pep in, in the step from his guys yeah they're, they're they're probably ready to get out there and get some hoops in well here's the best thing about the 76ers thing that i feel like not a lot of people are talking about right now is this an nba team isn't going to go to a facility where they're not going to get a training camp in that prepares them for an NBA season. They're coming to a facility in Moby Arena and in Fort Collins in Colorado State that has enough stuff to prepare them for an NBA season. And what does that do for you for recor- for recruiting? How does that kind of motivate the guys like you're talking about? Because, I mean, if, if these facilities are good enough for an NBA team to come – get ready for a season, a season where it's almost do or die, I think, in a lot of people's eyes, right? you got to make it out of that second round. So it's a big season for the Sixers, and they're trusting CSU to, you know, have the facilities to put them in a camp that they can get to that, they can achieve those goals. I mean, that's got to be a nice motivator, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I I, I think that's just what CSU I, – I think as as a program – with the athletic department, with CSU, I think that is one of the major W's that we're seeing out of uh, athletics is getting that exposure out there. We're seeing it with high school football. We yep. because we're we're going to be talking about this soon, but we oh, have the campus classic. I'm pumped for this. Yeah. But on top of that, we got state football in Canvas Stadium as well. Yep. So not just this Canvas classic, but state football as well. I mean, there there's been countless. NFL NFL guys D1 guys that have gone through Colorado high school athletics and them getting to CSU and seeing the facilities that we have is incredible um that 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 just helps with recruiting and then having our current you know college guys getting a glimpse of what it's like to be a pro and it's definitely a possibility we we've had draft picks I mean just since I've been here in 2021 We've had the Trey McBrides, Ryan Stonehouse, David Rodgers. How about that, by the way? Started. No, you're good. No, but go for it. Did you see the video this week of the Titans fan who had a Stonehouse jersey on? And there's this like troll guy who goes to NFL games and like kind of trolls fan bases. He's really funny. And he goes, Who is that? And he goes, And the guy goes, It's Ryan, you know, explicit Stonehouse. That's our punter, man. Learn something. And like, Tennessee is embracing Ryan Stonehouse, and that's a great guy, too. I got a couple of chances to talk to him when he was here, and um, his jersey's, like, quickly moving up the charts right now, too. Um, but, yeah, so sorry for the little segue, but, yeah, I mean. No, no, that's fine because that, that awesome is cool. See, and, for and, sure. Yeah, and, I mean, he's one, of the, he's one of the top punters in the league, and he started off hot. Like, he, he left CSU, and I, I'm pretty sure he went to a Pro Bowl his rookie season, right? Uh, he was the – he had the most net yardage for punts. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if he made the Pro Bowl last year. I he, he made Canton though. He that that's what it is. He yeah. was his some one, a part of his uh, season. The most net yardage he was. He, he's in Canton now. I think they Crazy. took his cleats or something. Yeah, it's awesome. His jersey. Yeah. So I mean, we we have some Rams at the next level. Trey McBride. He's getting to his own in Arizona, and and I mean, you still got Michael Gallup out there playing for the Cowboys, getting it done. And you, you have some players at CSU right now that are going to be in the NFL. It's not even yeah. maybe they, they will. No. Torrey Horton's going to be in the NFL. Dallin Holker, we're going to see him there. Um, and I, I think Isaiah Stevens has a legitimate shot to make the NBA. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I just NBA is hard to get drafted. I, I don't. Yeah. I, who knows about getting drafted? Even when David Roddy was there, he how great he was. You don't know if he's going to get drafted or be undrafted. I think he was expecting to be undrafted, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just be, because there, there's there's only two rounds in the NBA. There's not a lot of spots, but a lot of guys go undrafted and still end up doing well. But he was able to go in the first round, and. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think I think CSU athletics is heading in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely, and that's a good sign. Um, I I know we just kind of started the show on a, a bit of a poo poo parade, right? Um, but there's a lot of positive around here, and that's what makes it fun to be a Ram right now. Even through the losses, is you're seeing progression and you're seeing steps forward in all your programs. There's a lot of hype going into not just men's basketball season, but women's basketball season. A lot of great talent coming into this team. Um, and McKenna Hofschild's back. I mean, you got your two best point guards in recent memory for both for either team coming back. I mean, there's a lot of talent. There's a ton of talent for this team or for all these programs that are coming in that I think are next level type players um, for different programs here at CSU. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to watch McKenna Hofschild because she's just so fun to watch. And I mean, there, there's something always special about somebody that lacks in the height department. And I mean, she, when you're watching her out there, she's, she's pretty small. I mean, women's basketball is, you know, they're, they're shorter than men's obviously, but she, she is pretty short out there. And the way she gets in there, makes plays, gets buckets and gets her teammates involved. She's very fun to watch. She's awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait. We, we have a couple of very, we have some of the best point guards in the mountain West here at CSU for yep. both men's and women's. That's something to look forward to as well. Yeah. I, I can't wait for that. And then, I mean, we got, we got club hockey coming up too. Ooh, I mean, that's so much. I just, I love sports and you know, this has been a hectic week. Um, I've, I don't want to sit here and talk about how much work I've done or whatever this week and how much work we've put in in the sports department, but you and I've already talked about this. Like, there's no other way we'd rather spend our hours every single day than prepping this. And it makes it really fun that we get to prep teams that are really exciting and really fun to be around. Um, and this week is another example of that too. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and I think, I think what's just been fun too about having all this work, we're, we're all hands on deck right now in the sports department Yeah, because we, we're getting, I mean, we, we got our boy, Max, he's going to be in the studio. He's all right, Friday. huh? He's all right. Yeah, That's my boy. Yeah. And then, I mean, we get, we're, we're getting a lot of volunteer help this, this Friday, which is as awesome. Well. Yeah. Awesome. So shout out. We got Adam and Phoenix and Gideon. Am I missing anybody? Trey. Well, yeah, Trey's going to be up in there. I mean, Ewan. Ewan's going to be helping out. Dude, everyone. I mean, everyone. I think everyone is seeing how exciting it is to work in sports with these teams, and they all want to be a part of it. And, you know, you and I are happy to invite those people to this community because I think you and I, our biggest goal in life is to share our enthusiasm and it to be contagious for other people when it comes to not just CSU sports, but sports in general. And I'm, I'm glad that it's kind of showing through and people wanting to help us out and join us and creating content and such like that for, uh, for KCSU sports. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, this tomorrow, I, I'm honestly so excited for tomorrow because oh, it is dude. just going to be a great vibe. And we're, we'll, we'll come back to that yeah. after this break, because we do have a lot to unpack on Woo. there and we're going to let you know, Everything you need to know about this Canvas Classic, where to show up, how to listen, all that kind of stuff. But uh, before that, we're going to kick it to break. Um, I got a song here that Caleb requested. It's Dancing oh, Queen by I did? ABBA. Oh. Yeah. 
and okay. it, it, this is his song. Oh, okay. So we're going to head to break. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins, and we'll be back after these songs. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Ramblers, baby. This is Austin Martin, and I'm here with Caleb Allen. We're going to finish it up with some honorable mentions. Yes, sir. Do you, you got yours ready? Yeah, I'll go first. You want to go first? All right. I feel like mine are always weak. I'm, I'm not very good at these. Maybe I'll be better by the end of the semester. But uh, I'm going to go shout out to saunas. I Ooh. love a dry sauna. I've been back in the sauna this week. Um, and if you've never done it, it's awesome because you're in there, you know, 10 minutes and it starts kind of getting hard. And once you push through and make another five, 10 minutes, it gets kind of hard. You know, you're really hot, you know, your pulse is up, but you come back down, you come out and it's the best feeling in the world. And it just changes your mindset. You know, if you do it in the morning, it'll change up the whole day. If you do it at night, you're ready for bed. You're going to go home shower, hopefully. Right. Because you're really sweaty. Hopefully, Yeah, I hope you do. I, I um, hope you go home and shower after a sauna, dude. But uh, I do. I do. There we go. Um, but, yeah, man, saunas are great. I think they're great for your mental health, your physical health. And uh, I'm, I've had a blast in those. And it's, it's something I, I won't leave the gym before I do a sauna session. So no. shout out to saunas. Yeah. No, saunas, That that is a great honorable mention right there. Because, I mean, it's just it, – it's so good for you, too. It's great like, for you. I mean – when you're in there sweating, it, it is, like, tough. But, I mean, it's definitely very beneficial for the mental and physical. 100%. All right. My honorable mention is the feeling after you get you, you clip your fingernails, dude. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. I, I Like, when I'm typing and my, my fingernails are too long, and yep. I'm like, dude, I need to go home and clip these yep. these puppies. Bad. Yeah. Um, so I like right after dude, it's just like, I can't like stop. Like just, I don't know. I just love the feeling of it. And yeah. it, I don't know. It just, I feel like I can do so much more, even though it's like such a, a small thing yeah. that you could do. I, I just feel like I can do so much more. I think so right after I feel like nails being trimmed, it takes like a night or a day, you know, to get yeah. to where it really needs to be. Um, I don't like immediately after it just kind of feels weird. Right. So I always try to clip my nails at night, like after a shower and that way I sleep and I wake up and then I feel good because yeah. my nails always feel just like, I feel exposed at that point. Yeah. And it takes a couple hours to get rid of that well, feeling. May, maybe you got to go back, watch some film and be like, yo, I, maybe I'm going too close. I, I don't know. I, ha I have changed the length at which I go down at. So yeah. yeah All right. 100%. Well, I mean, that that's it for ramblers yeah we got to cut quick. it out short here because we got effective full power hour with young greasy Ooh, let's go i think I, yeah. i'm pretty sure they're here i, I don't know but <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be here they're gonna give you some music here um thank you for listening and we'll see you tomorrow for some oh, football baby. Wait. be right. there be square all right y'all have a good night I'm Caleb Allen. And I'm Austin Martin. If you enjoyed this episode, you can catch other episodes on kcsufm.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Ramblers airs live every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.